service. Hey, Discos. Need a little more Disgraceland in your life? Just a touch to get you through? Yeah, me too. This is the podcast that comes after the podcast. Welcome to Disgraceland, the after party. Welcome to the Disgraceland bonus episode, a little thing we like to call the after party. This is the show after the show, the party after the party, the bridge to get you from one full episode of Disgraceland to the other, the backyard to dig into the dirt. On this episode, we are talking about the next season of Disgraceland. David Johansson, Bruce Springsteen, again. And of course, your voicemails, texts, DMs, and more. And as always, a whole lot of Rosie. All right, discos, let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Neverland of Disgraceland. It's trailer week, my peoples. This past Tuesday, we dropped on you the trailer for season 12 of Disgraceland. Let's run through the episodes for this upcoming season, all right? Next week, on May 16th, our season 12 premiere. I said it last week. You know what's coming your way. Bruce Springsteen, all right? I say this with all the humility I can muster. This is the best episode of Disgraceland that we've ever produced. It's wacky. It's out there. It's in the spirit of the boss and New Jersey and the mafia and serial killers and cool cars and bar fights and violence and romance and religion and rock and roll and redemption and just about every other piece of drama that scratches my itch and hopefully your collective itch as discos. I put my backbone into this episode for you guys, as did the team here at Double Elvis. I cannot wait for you to hear it. Something about Bruce Springsteen, man. He's inspiring, <laughs> inspired the hell out of me. Uh, without giving too much away, I'll say that this is not your typical Disgraceland episode and that this look at the boss deals solely with Nebraska, the album Nebraska. If you're a Springsteen fan, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you're not, then go immediately after you listen to this episode and find and listen to Springsteen's record Nebraska. All right, after the boss episode, we get into a dude that I believe is fascinating and misunderstood and wildly entertaining, young Mr. Justin Bieber. And before all the classic rock and punk rock fans start chirping at me on social media about covering someone so poppy, I'll just say, reserve your judgment. Check this episode out. It's not like I'm asking you to listen to a Justin Bieber album. I'm asking you to listen to a story about Justin Bieber. And there's a difference. And it's a fucked up story. And I wouldn't cover it if I didn't think you guys would get something from it. So I've done this in the past. Taylor Swift, Britney Spears, Cardi B. And most of you like those episodes, though I do still get hate mail about the Cardi B. Yep. To which I say, chill. And, all right, Bieber, nothing you can do about it. He's coming your way right after the boss. And following that, easy motherfucking E. We covered NWA, yes, but even though that was a two-parter, I remember when I was researching the NWA episodes and that story, one of those stories, man, it was like, this could be a whole season. And the Easy story in particular is so incredible that at the very least, I mean, look, we could do a whole season on Easy e as well and NWA. That's how much fucked up stuff has gone on, uh, how much drama there is. Uh, but Easy deserved his own episode, so here you go. You're welcome, America. All right, I kid, but not really. The Easy story, it's awesome. Uh, how he fell into the game on the street and in the studio. 
truly remarkable. And in the end, it's it's kind of heartbreaking. Suge Knight, one bad motherfucker. That's all I'll say. But after Eric Wright, Disgraceland follows up with Jeff Buckley, a personal favorite of mine. Jeff Buckley was a one-of-a-kind talent. His origin story is not what you'd think. Uh, cover bands, reggae, hardcore, all over the place. And it's as fascinating as his death. From there, you asked for the ladies, okay? I'm trying to deliver on the ladies. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Women just do not behave in the same fucked up, transgressive, criminal-minded ways as men do, as it pertains to the world of music and music history anyway. Uh, and then there's Lil' Kim. Uh, this one was a long time coming. Lil' Kim episode. From Lil' Kim, we go to Aerosmith, a band I swore I'd never cover because I fucking hate Aerosmith. I mean, I love Aerosmith. I mean, I hate Aerosmith. I'm, I don't know, man. I'm confused. Do I love Aerosmith or do I despise them with the power of a thousand burning suns? Maybe someday I'll figure this out. Uh, did producing this episode on the so-called bad boys of Boston puke help me work through my feelings about Aerosmith? Uh, I don't know. You got to listen to find out. More jazz artists, Jake. More jazz artists. Hey, Jake, why, why don't you produce more episodes on the junked out jazz players of the 20th century? Uh, well, you asked and we answered. We covered Miles Davis a couple seasons ago. Did Chet Baker. Uh, I'll get to my guy Train soon enough. And Charlie Parker. <sighs> fucked up story. What a, what a fucked up dude. Uh, but in the meantime, we're releasing an awesome episode on Sonny Rollins. For all you heads out there, any major dude will tell you that this episode is going to blow your gourd. And from there, from there, from there, from there, we give you another artist, another woman, Ariana Grande, in the bombing at her show in Manchester, England. This one reads like a 70s thriller slash disaster movie. I'm super proud of the work that the team here did on this episode at Double Elvis. And I know you guys are going to be on the edge of your seats for this one. Uh, what else? Who else we got? New Order. How about that? New Order. Merle Haggard. Merle Haggard. Both kinds of music. Drugged out synth pop from the UK and hardcore tributor ex-con Bakersfield Country. That's the promise the two New Order and Merle Haggard episodes will keep. And finally, we are rounding season 12 out with a full episode on Velvet Underground. I had to do it. I had to give the Velvets their own proper episode of Disgraceland after dedicating two episodes to the largely fictionalized Lou Reed origin story. Uh, I thought it was only fair to the diehard Velvets fans out there. So Velvet Underground coming your way, rounding out season 12. So that's it. Bruce Biebs, Easy motherfucking E, Jeff Buck, Lee. Oh, I forgot. Jimmy. Jimmy Hendrix. We did a whole season on Jimmy for 27 Club, but we never touched this guy here in Disgraceland with a Jimmy episode. So here you go. Jimmy Hendrix has entered the chat along with Little Miss Strange. And like I said, Lil' Kim Aerosmith, who, by the way, uh, just announced their final tour. Coincidence? I think not. Also, Sonny Rollins, Ariana Grande, New Order, Mr. Merle Haggard, and the Velvet Underground, 617-906-6638. Let me know what you think of the Season 12 lineup and who you want to hear featured in future seasons of Disgraceland. I need to drink some tea. Back in a couple seconds. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Guys, I miss you. Call me. Text me. But for real, call me. I need to hear your lovely voices. 617-906-6638. Let's hear what Disco Diane had to say. Hey, Jake. Diane from the 313. Thank you so much for reminding me of the Del Fuegos. I had forgotten about them. And uh, this morning, it was a really uh, a nice blast from the past. Also, um, I agree with the Springsteen thing because I was not a fan at all. I hated Born in the USA. And then I worked for a company where we repaired radios and stuck in one of the radios was the Nebraska CD and I listened to it and that shit changed my life. I love that album so much. It is so dark and so cool. It inspired me to go back and listen to a lot of his other stuff. And the man's a genius. Anyway, thanks so much. Um, have a great day. Bye. You got it, Diane. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I mentioned the Del Fuegos previously because um, we have this uh, interview coming up with Warren Zanes, who was in the Del Fuegos. He's now an author, still a musician. Uh, Del Fuegos are required, of course, not together anymore, but Warren writes books, and he's got a, uh, he has a bestseller on Tom Petty. He's got a book that just came out on Bruce Springsteen. As I record this, it's like three days in the wild probably already on the bestseller list. It's called um, Deliver Me From Nowhere, and it is about Springsteen's recording of Nebraska, and it's about that record. So I thought, hey, I'm going to get in touch with uh, Mr. Del Fuego, Warren Zanes. I love the Del Fuegos. Uh, and I could talk to him for an hour about the Del Fuegos, about the record Boston Mass. Uh, but it being uh, sort of a Springsteen time here in Disgraceland, it only made sense. So that interview is coming up. Uh, it'll be here next week. It'll be the bonus episode, the bonus after-party episode, and the next after-party episode, my interview with Warren Zanes. If you're reading the book, like I said previously, if you got any questions for Warren, uh, or you're not, you know, if you're just you're a Springsteen head and you got Nebraska questions, 617-906-6638. And I'll ask Warren. I'll ask him on the uh, on the interview that we do an after party. All right, let's do another voicemail. Let's hear from Jennifer. Jake, Jennifer from 757, absolutely love the show and the new perspective you've given me on music. I always thought I was a huge music fan, but you've taught me there's even more I could know. Anyway, uh, huge government meal fan. Um, would love if you could dive into Alan Woody a little bit. I've never known much about him. I only discovered government meal shortly before his death. You know, he also played a lot with the Almond Brothers back in the day. I know he's not a front man, he was a bass player, but you don't always take on just the easy, easy stories. So wondering if that's something you would ever dive into. Thank you. Peace out. Thanks, Jennifer. I know almost nothing about Government Mule. Uh, thanks for the recommendation. Government Mule fans, where do I start? Jennifer, where do I start? Hit me up, 617-906-6638. What Government Mule record do I start with? Are there any books? Let me know. I got to know. Um, all right, let's uh, do another voicemail. Let's check out this voicemail from the 228. Hey, this is Scott on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. I don't think you have done anything on the original guitarist for... Fleetwood Mac, I believe his name was Peter Green. I grew up in a musical family. My father was an entertainment agent, and he was the one that told me about him. 
I don't know all the stories, and I think it may make an interesting story. He was before Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks joined. Uh, Tell me what you think. Thank you. Hey, Scott, thanks for the message. My man, we did two episodes on Fleetwood Mac, and part one deals almost entirely with Mr. Peter Green. You can check those out. Um, Also, I didn't know this until recently, but Kirk Hammett from Metallica now owns Peter Green's Les Paul and uses it frequently on stage and in the studio. Pretty awesome connection there. And uh, check out the new Metallica record. It's good. It's good. All right. uh, Thanks for the voicemail, 617-906-6638. Drop me a line. Leave me a message. Send me a text. You guys, uh, we have this new bonus episode called The Rap Party that's in the Badlands feed. Got to subscribe over there for Badlands, wherever podcasts are available. Search Badlands, like, follow, subscribe, all that. We got this whole other conversation happening over there in the bonus episodes in the rap party, like I said, where I'm answering your calls and your texts over there, just like I am here. Um, If you call me, if you text me, now you have twice the opportunity to be heard in the episode, to be answered in the episode. But over in the rap party, it's all movie content. So all the movie and TV stuff we were doing here in the after party, we're not doing it here anymore. We're doing it over in the rap party. Call me over there with your film, TV questions, recommendations, uh, stories, whatever. It'll show up in the rap party. Same number, 617-906-6638. All right, let's do some texts. All right, on the last after party, uh, we got into this conversation about who the top pop stars of the 80s were. Um, and this uh, this comes in from the 937. Bill from the 937, top five 80s pop stars, Michael Jackson, Prince, Madonna, Whitney Houston, Cindy Lauper. Cindy was everywhere in the 80s and time after time in true colors, both brilliant. Um, yeah, you know, that's, uh, I did not, I did not mention Cindy Lauper, and I probably should have, although I don't know if she cracks my top five. Um, the texter goes on to say, keeping on theme, what am I listening to? Hardline, according to Terrence Trent Darby. What a genius album. I remember Terrence Trent Darby. He had a single, Wishing Well, which I thought was awesome. Um, and I think I had whatever record that was on, or cassette, back in the day. And I dug it. And then I've just sort of forgotten about Terrence Trent Darby. Uh, 937, thank you for the reminder here. All right, another text for the 503. Today, I had to drive all over the fucking place, and I had time to listen to the Tom Petty episode. Super fun trip. I knew who he was when I was 12, so 93. I was absolutely in love with his music. Saw him in 01, Gill Coliseum, Corvallis, Oregon. Glad I got to witness the band. Love your work. Thank you, and thank your Mellotron. All right, 503, you got it. Uh, 503 is referencing the recently, previously exclusive Tom Petty episode that we re- that we put out last week. You can check that out. All right, from the 901, they started off with a question mark. Something good. I bought a new guitar. Something also good. We have a son in the army who is coming home in July from South Korea. Just thought I'd share. <laughs> Well, that's awesome, 901. Congrats to you, and thank you, thank your son for his service. Very cool. Glad you're digging Disgraceland. Let's get in here. Let's see here. What do we got? What do we got? Hey, Jake, just got done listening to the new Richard Pryor Badlands episode, and damn, that was just insane and one of my new favorites. Any update on a piece about Stevie Ray Vaughan you mentioned possibly doing? feel like there's got to be some deep dive stories that could expose new listeners to his legend. Love all the work. Truly helps 
uh, make a day go by easier. Rock on. Casey, some of you might be asking, what is this Richard Pryor episode? I've searched the Disgraceland feed. I see nothing on Richard Pryor. What are people talking about? Well, uh, Richard Pryor was not a musician. That's true. He was not. He was a comedian and an actor. And we have this whole other podcast. It's called Badlands. And that is in its own feed. You can search any podcast player, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, uh, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts, Stitcher, whatever, you know, you just search it, Badlands, boom, comes up and voila, you got like a gazillion episodes on actors, comedians, even some athletes, me behind the mic, telling these stories, just like I do for Disgraceland. Same show, just not musicians, okay? But that doesn't happen in Disgraceland. It happens in Badlands. So subscribe to Badlands. And you even get a new bonus episode just like this every week, okay? You got it. You got it figured out. I believe in you guys. You got it. All right, let's do some DM, shall we? Um, you guys want to leave me a text, though, or voicemail, 617-906-6638 to DM me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, at Pod. Let's do some Instagram DMs. Let me pull them up here. I got them organized on my phone. All right, this one is from Alan Chalfont. He says, hey, man, this is Alan. I messaged you before in the text line telling you about my business bread truck records. Well, I fucking did it, man. Three exclamation points. <laughs> um, yeah, this guy, Alan, texted me. He said he was uh, starting a business, had some questions, or not even really, just like, hey, I'm starting this business. You know, it's a bread truck records. It's going to be cool. We blah, blah, blah. I was like, fucking do it, man. Sounds awesome. Uh, so he's saying, I fucking did it, man. It is done and ready to go and do events. I want to get the word out there as much as possible. I know that advertising is not free and I totally get it, but I'm hoping maybe there's something we can do. All right. Well, this is it. Bread truck records. This is Alan Chalfont on Instagram. A-L-A-N-C-H-A-L-F-A-N-T. It's a bread truck with records. Need I say anything else? Search this dude out. Help support his business. Tell him Disgraceland sent you. Let's do another one here. Uh, this one is from The Rock Trail Running. And he goes on to say, all right, man, you got me. Not a Bruce Springsteen fan at all, but the Nebraska album is absolutely amazing. And I've listened to it four times since lunch. Thanks for all that you do. Cheers. You got it. You got it, Rock Trail Running. Um, I told you I wouldn't fuck with you about Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska. It's a great record. Too good to fuck with. All right, let's do some Facebook messages. All right, on Instagram, James Doyle writes, and he's coming in hot. I just unfortunately listened to the episode on Oscar Pistorius. Uh, okay, so occasionally we do these um, sports figures in Badlands, okay? Oscar Pistorius was an Olympic runner, okay? Uh, it's a Badlands episode that uh, James is talking about. I just unfortunately listened to the episode on Oscar Pistorius and had to stop at the part where he had run over a dog. Describing the dog pulling itself away by its front legs is too much. Jake, you can tell us about humans, the pieces of shit they are, being run over by cars all day long. It shouldn't result in anyone having an iota of anxiety because, as your show has proven, there is no such thing as an innocent person. However, animals are very different. I wouldn't mind disemboweling Oscar Pistorius with his own bladed legs after hearing about him running over that dog. I've enjoyed your show up until now, but I'm done. And out. Word of advice. People are perpetual shitbags, and nobody cares what happens to them. So stick to that topic and leave the animal abuse out. Okay, man. Listen, James. Um, couple things. He's right about the dogs. 
And I had this exact experience last night when I was watching Signs. The beginning of the movie with the German Shepherd. I just, I literally, I was thinking about it. I was like, why does this make me feel so fucking bad? I can watch humans get disemboweled as, as our friend James here says, all day long in horror movies and in fucking mafia and whatever. And like, you know, I see a dog die and I'm like, oh God, I'm shutting this shit off. So he's right about that. And, uh, but he's not right about, first of all, the show does not prove that, uh, no one is innocent. Certainly people are innocent. Everybody sins and everyone deserves forgiveness. Everyone. Full stop. Uh, and just, I mean, James, you're very angry, man. People are not perpetual shitbags. Uh, and people do care what happens to other people. There's a lot of empathy in this world, a lot of love and uh, light, man. It just conquers the dark. And I hope, James Doyle, you get in touch with that light. All right, let's uh, move on. Let's do some more. Oh, angry for angry for Facebook. Angry, angry. We need a, we need something that's uh, cleansing here. Let's see what Brian Metz has to say. Hey, Jake, been with you since season three. Want to thank you for all the work you put in and making my workday more pleasurable. I consume everything. Disgraceland, 27 Club, Badlands, Dead and Gone, etc. I love it all. was wondering if you have ever considered covering Lane Staley. You have a knack of really getting into the depths of the subject and would love to get his story through the eyes of Jake Brennan. I really deep dive Lane and still feel like so much of his story is still a miss. Thanks for all you do, brother. All right, Brian Metz. Well, listen, another thing that I was actually thinking about last night. Um, I've mentioned to you guys in previous episode about this treasure trove of music videos that I found on the Samsung TV Plus app. There's this 90s station. And last night, now it's become this thing that my wife and I do. We just watch music videos like it's fucking 1994. That's all we do. <laughs> it's kind of fucking awesome. And we we just com we we call it Beavis and Buttheading. We just like comment on the videos and and make ourselves laugh. We're not trying to do it. It's just this natural innate instinct that we learned as kids that just comes out of us. And uh, an Allison Chains video came on, and my wife was cringing. My wife, my wife hates the in aside from Nirvana. She can't stand any of the Seattle grunge stuff. She fucking despises like that whole thing, the Eddie Vedder Lane Staley thing. Um, so I was like, I'm, you know, people request this a lot. They request an episode on this dude. I think I'm going to do it. And she was just like completely not interested. Um, so that, of course, makes me more interested just so I could fuck with her and be blasting Alice in Chains all week while I'm researching it. So, uh, Brian, I think I think your answers are going to your 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 question is going to be answered here. And we're going to get into an Alice in Chains thing pretty damn soon. Um, let's do one more here. I'm going to flip over to the Twitter machine for a second. Stay with me, people. Stay with me. All right. Running Main 9 on Twitter says, after listening to the Tom Petty episode, I highly recommend this. And it's uh, Wildflowers by Tom Petty. Let's keep moving here. At Willow Raven writes, what are your favorite music-related YouTube series? And in response to that, Husker Mood Excuse me. In response to that, at Husker Mould writes, Disgraceland Pod on YouTube. Guys, you know this. We have a YouTube. Okay, we have a YouTube channel. It's Disgraceland. Tons of video content. Music, true crime, just in video format, not podcast format. Go to youtube.com slash at Disgraceland Pod and subscribe. All right? All right. What are we doing? 
That's a lot of voicemails. That's a lot of texts. That's a lot of DMs. Um, all right, I reminded you about Badlands. That's back. You know, subscribe over there. New season. It's alive. It's kicking. You got to subscribe in the Badlands feed. Uh, this is all the news. It gives me fits at the moment anyways. Right now, I'm going to drink some more tea, and I will be back after this. So the recommendations part, this is the recommendations part, the part where we recommend the things that need recommending the recommendations part. All right. What I'm reading, what I'm listening to, and what music content I am watching as we laid down the New World Order last week. You guys know that what I'm watching for movies and for television, that's all happening over in the Rap Party bonus episode now in the Badlands feed. Get over there and subscribe. Uh, And if you have movie or TV recs, you can still call me. In fact, I encourage you to call me 617-906-6638 with your movie and TV recs. We got a bunch of new calls in. I appreciate it. Uh, A lot of those will be answered, those voicemails, those texts in the Badlands feed. Got to get this Badlands conversation cooking like this here Disgraceland Convo cooks. All right. Back to my recommendations for music-related content that I'm watching. I told you guys about the Samsung TV app. Um, Again, (laughs) I swear uh, they're not sponsoring the show. I'm just kind of addicted to the video, the music video channels on that. There's two. There's an eight, three, actually. There's an 80s one, a 90s one, and a rock one. Uh, They're called like Excite. X-I-T-E, 80s, Excite, 90s. So uh, I've been watching the hell out of it. And um, hey, I don't know if I've ever told you guys this, but the song Easy Lover by Philip Bailey and Phil Collins is my fucking jam. I love this song. I listen to it almost every week. Uh, This is kind of a new thing. It's It's about 12 months old, maybe two years old, actually. You know, the sun's out, window's down. I'm going to that song. I don't know why. I know why. It's fucking great. It's a great song. Great, great song. She's an easy lover. You know what I'm talking about. Um, so we're watching this video channel the other night, and this this video comes on. Philip Bailey and Phil Collins. My God. I was so fucking excited. And it's the video is so much cheesier than I could have hoped for. Um, First of all, just the fact that Phil Collins was a major pop star is mind-blowing to me. I mean, I get it. Talent coming out the wazoo. But who went, oh, yeah, we're going to take the drummer from Genesis and make him a pop star. (laughs) Uh, Ahmed Erkin, that's who. And it worked. But Philip Bailey, I never knew Philip Bailey was the singer for Earth, Wind, and Fire. I thought Philip Bailey was like some young, hot, like up-and-coming dude who, you know, Phil Collins was given a break to for whatever reason, as like a favor to Ahmed or something. I didn't know he had this whole career in the 70s singing for Earth, Wind, and Fire. No wonder he's throwing fucking high heat in Easy Lover. He's crushing it. But the video, the video's amazing because they're in it and they're being goofy and the song's great and that's awesome. But someone fucking got the horrible slash amazing idea to use the vocal audio of them singing during the filming of the video, the harmonies, and then to overlay that on the actual audio album track that plays under the video. It makes absolutely no sense, but it's fucking so dumb, it's cool. And the other thing, there's actually a point too where they're just like in the middle of the video where they're like, they're, they're, they're rehearsing for the video. It's kind of meta. There's like... 
they're talking. And they put that in the video as too, right over the track, right over the track. It's fucking great. Google Easy Lover by Philip Bailey. One L. P-H-I-L-I-P Bailey and Phil Collins. And uh, let me know what you think, America. It's fucking great. I love, I love this song. The video does not disappoint. Um, I finally get to watch David Johansson's Personality Crisis one night only on Showtime that Scorsese and his buddy there directed. Damn good. Really great. And then that sent me back for uh, what I'm listening to. It sent me to the self-titled David Johansson album, the one with Funky But Chic on it. It's just a great fucking record. This is a this record came to me late. I'm not going to pretend I've been into this record for decades. I haven't. It's probably been about 10, no, not even that long. Five years, maybe. Awesome album. Um, what am I reading? I've told you this already. It's, it's the Warren Zanes book. You know this. Uh, uh, Deliver Me From Nowhere. We're going to get into this fully next week with, when Warren comes on the, on the pod here, the after party. Um, Guys, uh, your recommendations, I need them. 617-906-6638. Maybe perhaps some book recommendations. You know, you know, fuck that. I want 80s and 90s music video recommendations. All right? Get on YouTube. And after you subscribe to Disgraceland, uh, youtube.com slash at DisgracelandPod, search some 80s and 90s music videos that uh, that fire up the old nostalgia machine for you. And uh, let me know which ones you love and we'll talk about them here. All right, I'm gonna take a quick break. I'll be back in a minute. All right, let's recap, shall we? Number one, Disgraceland episode subjects for season 12 have been released. Call me 617-906-6638 and let me know what you think. Give me your suggestions on who we should cover next. Number two, Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska is up next on Tuesday, May 16th in Disgraceland. I can't wait for you guys to hear this. Uh, Three, my interview with Warren Zanes, author of Deliver Me From Nowhere, a new book about Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska is coming in the next after party on May 18th. Four, send me your Bruce Springsteen questions, questions for my upcoming interview with Warren Zanes, uh, your 80s and 90s video recs, 617-906-6638, along with any other questions or thoughts you might have. Number five, Badlands is back, baby! New full episodes every Wednesday and bonus rap party episodes every Friday. Go to the Badlands feed, subscribe wherever you get your episodes. Uh, Richard Pryor just happened a couple weeks ago. Chris Farley is, is the current ep, and I think James Dean's coming up after that. All right, my moment of bliss from New Jersey, in honor of the boss man himself, me, reading you the phone book. Goldberg, Harry, 11 Bellevue Terrace, Callsgood, 604. Goldberg, Jack, Haddonfield, dash 4254. Gomez, Joseph, 100 Denver Ave, Haddonfield, dash 2972W1. Gondolf, Frank, AL. Octagon Road, Camden, dash 4901, Gongloff, AL, Reverend, 3541, Penav, McVille, dash 341, Good, Jesse, Gloucester, dash 33, Goodfellow, Arthur, Call Squad, dash 3145, West, Goodman, William, 108 North Broadway, Gloucester, dash 108, Goldberg, 
Harry, Eleven Bellevue Terrace, Callsgrove, Six Zero Four, Golden, Jack, Haddonfield, Dash Four Two Five Four, Gomez, Joseph, One Hundred Denver. Quit talking and start mixing. Cut it.